Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In Christ Jesus, dear Christian friends. My name is Casper. Well, maybe it is, and maybe it isn't. That's at least the name that legend has given me. But more about me later. The first Christmas was celebrated by a few devout Israelites in a little village in a little country far away. But if two and one half weeks ago you could have made a trip around the world by satellite, you would have seen Christmas celebrated by many people of many lands. I am part of how this came to be. I came from the distant east to find the Christ child. When I and my fellow magi saw the holy star, we could not help but follow it. Though we were Gentiles, we made our way to the Christ child, worshipped him, and presented him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh, the gifts of our faith and love. We were the first among the Gentiles to worship the Savior, but in our path millions of every race and nation have bowed to worship the Savior and the King. You observe the twelfth day of Christmas as Epiphany, one of the festivals of the Christian church year. It is still a part of the Christmas season and is often called the Gentile Christmas because by tradition it was on this day that we first worshipped Jesus. Our story has stirred the imagination of artists and poets. Perhaps it is partly due to the cloak of mystery that surrounds us. Just who are we? How many of us? From where did we come? What kind of star guided us? I'm not going to tell you the answers to all of those questions because really they are not that important. We did come mysteriously over the horizon, arrived in Bethlehem, worshipped the Christ child, presented our gifts, and then, just as mysteriously, vanished again beyond the horizon, never to be heard from again. Legends have been woven around us, identifying us as three kings, Caspar from Tarsus, Balthazar from Ethiopia, and Melchior from Arabia. But your scriptures tell you nothing of this. No names, no number, no place of origin. All the scripture says is, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Those words do give some hints about us. We were wise men from the east. 
Gentiles who belonged to a priestly caste called Magi, who were respected and recognized for our learning. We were well versed in our study of the stars. We also obviously had some knowledge about the promises of the coming Messiah to connect the appearance of the mysterious star with the birth of that king. How did we attain that knowledge? You might surmise that some Jewish influence still remained from the time of the exile when Daniel prophesied. Whatever the case, by the Spirit's influence, the star announced to us the birth of the king. We began a journey to follow the star. We didn't know where or how far the star would lead us or what hardships we'd find along the way. We simply followed the star with the faith that it would lead us to the king. At last we came to Jerusalem, the capital city of the Jews. We thought this must be the place where the newborn king would be found. But nobody there knew anything about a newborn king. In fact, when King Herod heard about it, he was deeply troubled, though we didn't realize it until God later told us in a dream. He thought a newborn king would be a threat to him and his throne. He inquired of the chief priests and the scribes where the Christ should be born. They searched the scriptures and told him, in Bethlehem of Judea. With that information, he sent us on our way and told us when we found him to return and tell him so he could worship him also. We continued our journey, still guided by the star, and finally found the king for whom we had been searching. This was the journey's end. We had traveled far. Our journey had cost us time, effort, expense, and hardship. But we found what we had been looking for, and we were satisfied. In the Christ child, we found that which called forth our worship and gift. Today I have a word for you as well, and it is this. Find the Christ. Nothing else in life really counts. The only reason our story is told in the scriptures is because we found him. Otherwise, you'd know nothing of us. You know nothing about us before we set out to find him. And we vanish from the scene after we found him. Nothing else about us really matters. The only thing that counts is that we found our Savior and King, which made our journey worthwhile and changed our lives. In him, we found the one who is worthy of our worship and gift. And my word to you is this, be sure you find him. 
Nothing else in your life matters more than to know Jesus, to know his glory, to know his saving love and power, to know him as your Savior and King. Find him, and you will find what we found, relief from the burden of sin and guilt, a new life, a new joy in life, a new purpose in life, and a new hope for a better life to come. Don't let any obstacle bar your way to Christ. We traveled far to find him. We endured inconvenience and hardship. To be sure, there were temptations to give up our search, but we didn't let anything turn us aside. We followed the star until we found him. Are you willing to do the same? Or have you grown so soft? that you will let circumstances keep you from Christ. Must the way be made easy and everything be made convenient before you will stir yourselves to find and worship the Savior and King? I urge you not to let any obstacle bar your way to him. Join our company to find and worship him who came to be your Savior and King as well as ours. When we arrived in Bethlehem, we found an ordinary sight, a mother with her baby. But by the Spirit of God, we realized this was the long-awaited Messiah, True, we had a star to guide us there. But you too have a star, one we didn't have. It is the star of God's word which reveals to you most clearly the glory of Christ. In that star you hear holy men of God proclaim, We beheld his glory the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That glory brought us to worship him with our lips and with our gifts. I encourage you also to worship him with the very best you have. Your scriptures say that we return to our homeland by another way to avoid Herod. But we also went back as changed men. For in Jesus we had found a new way of life. Your scriptures tell us if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. I can tell you how true that is. For having found Jesus, we return to our homes as new men. And we carried with us to our fellow citizens the message of the Savior we had found. We went to worship him who was born King of the Jews. And we discovered that he was to be King of all people, Gentiles, as well as Jews. 
We were men of a different race, land, and culture. But we found that there was room for us too at the feet of Jesus. And his love, his blessings, and his salvation were meant for all. That was a blessed discovery. And we carried that good news, that gospel, back to our homeland to share with others. We were the first among the Gentiles to find and worship the Christ, but we were not the last. Since our time, there has been an endless procession of men, women, and children from all around the world who have come to know the love and saving power of Jesus. By God's grace, you Christians of the 21st century have been drawn into that procession. Now I urge you to share the good news with others in your day so that they too may find him, see his glory, know his love, and join the company of those who worship and serve him. The gospel you have is the gospel for all the world and for every person in it. It is the gospel of a God whose love embraces all and a Savior who died for all. It is a gospel that leaps across the barriers of race, national language, culture, and rank. It is a gospel that is meant to bring all people to the feet of Jesus who came to save all mankind. And so my parting word to you is this. Share the gospel with others. So that's my story. The story of a mysterious stranger of Christmas for the Gentiles the millions of people outside of God's Old Testament chosen people, the Jews. It is Christmas for you, now brought near to God as he has revealed himself to you as the God of all love and peace. My prayer for you, is that he will always keep you close to himself, that no obstacle hinder your way to him and help you share him with others. In Jesus' name, amen. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus our Lord.